Welcome to the Valley Girl Hour, the show where we feature women in the Valley doing cool things for their community. Each episode, we talk to someone who is dedicated to making their community a better place to be. I'm your host, Lindsay Whitaker. If you live in Los, An Los Angeles, excessive commutes just come with the territory. But there comes a time where you refuse to commute to an entirely different city just to do what you love. My guest today is Jessica Mina, a runner and physical therapist at Kaiser Permanente, who grew tired of heading downtown just so she could run with others who liked it as much as she does. So she started a run club here in the San Fernando Valley called the Tempo Training Run Club. Thanks for being here, Jess. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for inviting me. I'm so excited to talk to you. So thank you. Yeah, no, I am super excited. We have a lot to dive into today. So I want to start at the beginning here. Like, what is it about running that makes you, that like motivates you and like makes you want to start all these clubs? And like, yeah, <laughs> why do you run? Why do you love running so much? Um, I think it was probably the first sport that became accessible to me. I was introduced to running through the Students Run LA a nonprofit organization that caters to all of the LAUSD middle school and high school students. And um, I just happened to fall into a category with school where it was, you know, a little bit more underprivileged and they provided resources for us. It, at the time, I was 12 years old when I started running or my first marathon at 12. Um, but I think back then it was something where a, a community where I felt really welcomed and supported um, and a part of a family in that sense. And it was really actually, in retrospect, really helpful for my parents because they worked full time. So I would stay after school, run until 5 p.m., perfect time for my parents to pick me up. So um, aside from it being maybe the first sport I was introduced to, I think it, it just naturally felt I felt so welcome and a part of something. And um, over the course of the years that I ran in middle school and high school, you know, um, running really became an avenue that provided so many things and opportunities and resources for me. Um, and I think that's just part of the reason why I fell in love with it. But I really just connected so much with my community and, you know, the local trails out here and just people. And that's my awesome introduction to running really was through Students Run LA. So forever grateful for them, for sure. Like knowing that now and like that that's your your background like how important is it for you um that element of community and kind of what you do now like with organizing these run clubs i really think that now especially in this day and age it's really hard for people to feel connected to other people i think technology has really taken that avenue of interaction away um, and the running community, like, uh, like I mentioned before, gave me and provided so many opportunities. I've met really incredible people that have really kind of navigated the way my life has gone with, you know, schooling and scholarships and sports medicine and PT. I've really met all these people through athletics. And for me, I felt finally, after I'd done all my education, I came back to the Valley and I, I mean, I've lived in the Valley for 30 years. Um, it, it dawned on me how much of a lack of community there is here and remembering how I grew up and what kept me really afloat, um, not only physically, but emotionally, and, you know, I really thought that there was really a, this was really a good time for me to kind of give back to the community that's kind of given me everything. And so that's why I launched the Temple Training Run Club. There are other clubs, but you know, the Valley's ginormous. I, I looked it up and we cater to about 2 million residents and, 
out of those two million residents, there's only really four concrete running clubs out here. Most of us will go out to Santa Monica, you know, downtown LA, Pasadena, and you know, it's time for a lot of us to invest into our communities and elevate our small, small communities and, and network with each other. So that's really where the idea came from last year. It was just finally I'd had, I've just, you know, no more commuting for me one hour to run. Why not, you know, connect with local residents here? And there's a lot of us out here. So I think it's just important for me to give back not only to the running community, but to the Valley community, which is super important um, for me. I mean, I'm sure everyone that you run with is super grateful just to, because it seems kind of silly, like to drive so far just to run or walk or right. exercise. Um, yeah. So you said that you were 12 years old when you ran your first marathon and I did a, I did a little bit of research. So I, I read about that experience and just sort of, you know, um, you, you mentioned like that you were really struggling, like just, you know, with the concept of having to run that far. Um, and that, uh, you said, uh, like, I can still remember feeling a mix of fear and panic of having no idea what the next 13 miles were going to be like. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that this thought process can be applied to education, especially for students in community college where, you know, we're, we're just trying to get through these two years and you're looking ahead and you're thinking, oh my God, like I've done so much work, but I still have so much far further to go. Like, how do you break through that and keep pushing forward? I think it's just a matter of taking it one day at a time. Um, and I think that's why running serves me so well. I've, I've gone through, you know, undergrad and then grad school and PT and residency and fellowship. It felt never ending. And even then you're going through education and there's a little bit of you that doesn't really know where things are going to go and how things are going to play out. Um, but I think as long as you know or have an idea of what you want, uh, it, it's like the, it's like the marathon. You just have to chip away at it every day, every week, every month, every year. And if you stay committed and you stay focused, it'll eventually take you to the place you're supposed to go. Um, so it is difficult because there is a lot of fear and not knowing and not being in control of what could happen, but you can only control now and what you do um, and the decisions you make today and hope that it's going to lead you down the right path. But I feel, you know, as long as you, you just stay consistent and true to who you are and, you know, follow your passions and do what makes you ha happy. And that might be something a little bit more self-serving, a little bit more community driven. Um, but that's, you know, it's your own path to follow. So I think as long as you just kind of keep going, just keep going, just keep trucking one day at a time is what I say. And I think things will work out. Awesome. That's great advice. I love that. Um, so going back a little bit, we kind of talked about this already, but, uh, you know, the city doesn't always feel like there's a ton of outdoor spaces to run or walk or even just like enjoy being outside. Right. Um, where are your favorite places to run in the Valley and how important is it for you to have like options in terms of like, can you just, can you just go on a run anywhere, that kind of thing? Or do you need like an environment to really, to jive with it? Yeah, I think part of it, um, and I'll kind of try not to deviate too much from the question, but for one, there the Balboa Park is probably the mecca of the West Valley, Mid Valley area to go run. It is, you know, five to six mile square radius of 
you know, parks and recreational um, areas for people to go. And it's that's probably where you see the most runners running from Monday. I mean, Sunday to Sunday, there's always people there. Um, the other areas of trails or local trails, we're really lucky that we're so close to the mountains. Um, just Upper Cedar, if you go all the way Upper Cedar into Tarzana, there, those trails will take you all the way either towards Malibu, um, all the way towards Point Magoo in Camarillo, Santa Monica, and um, up over towards the 405. So um, that's a really cool, really cool area to go run. That's where I like to go and run. And I actually have tried taking a lot of people there because a lot of people haven't explored the trails. And I think it's something scary. We're not familiar with it. Um, and so I love taking people who have lived in the valley their whole lives and have never gone on the fire road towards Malibu or Santa Monica. Um, I think part of it too is just there's always a safety risk especially for women. And that's, that's initially where my run club um, idea came out of was after a few really scary incidences with, you know, um, just people on the street. Um, they've, they've taken a few surveys, runners rolled that 85% of women have been harassed on a run. And so it's not a safe place where you can just go out and run, to be honest, as much as I love the Valley and I am a gun ho Valley advocate from you know 24 hours a day but it's not safe sometimes and you can't just go out sometimes some people live you know maybe in not the best area or you know you see some ambiguous activity happening so do you feel safe no um and the whole concept of creating communities like this and i and i really encourage other people to try to develop clubs or whatever it might be just to provide a safe place for people to come and train um but i wish that ho hopefully that changes but for now i think the best way to train safely is with people and communities and that's that's what the run club is for but the ballpark the bike path um going all the way from Winneka to you know Van Nuys the bus line the trails you have Victory Trailhead down Woodland Hills Reseda top of Reseda in Reseda Tarzana area you have the Silmar uh, parks you have um Rocky Peak there's a few areas um not as many as you know Santa Monica and the beach areas but but we have some, we definitely should take advantage of those, those areas for sure. Yeah, definitely. I love that Reseda, I, I'm a, I hike a lot. So I, I also go up to that, like Reseda hike. Oh, nice. I love, I love bringing people there because they're like, what? Like, I didn't know that we had trails like this, like so close to us. And I was like, yes, you don't have to go all the way to Hollywood or whatever. Yeah. Go to the park. Right. And I've had a very cool opportunity because I'm so involved with the running community. But we've actually had a few unsanctioned trail races here. And now we have Pasadena people doing races here and they'll ask our club, like, hey, do you want to come and, you know, help help launch this? And I'm like, yes, we need more advocacy for the Valley 100%. So uh, more people know about it. Um, and I'm super excited to see that happening. So that's great for us. Definitely out here in the Valley. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned, uh, safety and that is something, uh, you know, particularly as a woman, I wanted to talk about this cause I know it's a very like hot button topic and it's really important. You know, right. many, many women are constantly forced to think about, you know, their running practice and, and where they go. And, you know, they're always on high alert for like you know, where they're not even focusing what, on what they're doing and like really being in the moment, um, you know, and uh, that happened a lot uh, for, for women, I think last fall when uh, Eliza Fletcher was uh, abducted and mm -hmm. um, killed when she was on a morning run. 
And, you know, it wasn't the first time that that happened. And it sadly probably won't be the last time. But I wanted to ask you about your thoughts on women sort of having to be on high alert as they run outdoors and what kind of safety measures you suggest. I totally agree with what you said. I don't think it's going to stop. And I talk about this a lot through my social media platforms. Um, I, it's really unfortunate because it it really comes down to if you're a woman and you're running by yourself, I'm sorry, you're probably going to have a really stressful run. And it's like that for me. And I, I run up a ballpark every single day or the trails and I don't wear headphones. I have pepper spray. I have a taser. I, my husband has a tracker on my phone, knows at, at any minute of the day where I'm at, especially if I'm running, I always let people know where I'm at. And I think the biggest thing now is talking about it more. I think people don't really understand how difficult it is for women to train safely alone, especially outdoors. And again, I'm bringing up the survey that just came out of Runner's World. Only 18% of men think that, it, that that's something, it's their responsibility to know anything about this. 18%. And that makes me so sad because the people who are harassing women are not women, it's men. And so I say, you know, you, your friends might be the ones harassing, you know, women, but it's, it's good for us to tell our male counterparts and our male friends and our male family members, educating them. Like if you see someone step out of line, you need to say something. And that's the only way you're going to change the culture. Um, and so right now I, I just say, yeah, I, I really think women do have to take extra measures to take care of themselves and make sure they stay safe. But it's also our responsibility to talk about it and talk about it a lot and share things, share articles, you know, talk about experiences because it's just one of these things, you know, just, I think about two months ago, we had a woman up in Reseda hiking, sexually assaulted. And that's in our backyard. And no one was able to find this person. And, you know, no one spoke about it. I think I talked about it so much and I didn't see one person from the Valley community talk about it. And those are the things that need to change. So it's an uncomfortable topic, but if we want things to change and want to protect our, you know, our residents out here in the Valley, LA County, anywhere, really, we, we have to talk about it and really kind of blast these, these, these occurrences that are happening. And um, we definitely don't want something bad happening where in the Valley, we have a woman die, you know, and it hasn't happened, but women are getting assaulted. I've been assaulted two times at Baboa Park and it still doesn't change. It doesn't stop me. You know, I'm very, very hyper aware, but this is important of community. The more people see us, the more visible we are, the more loud we are, the more outspoken we are. I think that it'll give us a little bit more of an advantage, really. Yeah. Do you have a lot of uh, women coming to your run club, like specifically for the purpose of just, you know, having other people to run with for this purpose, like to feel safe? Yes. And most of them, honestly, that's how it started in this, especially in the summer when, when people are more inclined to run, most of the runners are women. And they always say that it's just feel more comfortable, you know, during the, during the winter, it get, it would get dark at 5 PM and Mm -hmm. I would feel uncomfortable running. So I created this run club and now we run with a hosh posh, you know, we'll have as little as five people up to 30 people throughout the year. Um, And the, one of the biggest things is, you know, you'll see women that come to my run club and I only run on Wednesdays right now, but they'll go to different run clubs every single day in order to train with other people. Mm-hmm. And so again, a perfect example of like, this is why we need community. So we provide safe places for us to train together and still be able to do it safely. There's just nothing worse than you on your run 
watching every single car that passes you by, looking behind your back, being freaked out of noises in the bushes, seeing someone come towards you, finding alternative routes, second, third plants. It's just, you know, it's super stressful. So it's it's time we, we try to do something. And I think it's happening. Um, and we just got to keep on fighting, you know, for this. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing too is, and I don't know if you have noticed this or if, if this is even an issue, but like, I would just hate to see like if people actually want to run and then they don't because they can't or they don't yeah. feel safe enough to do that. That's just ridiculous. And I'm sure as like a doctor, like you're like, you know, people need people need to work out like for their health exactly. and for their mental wellness. And, you know, like it's it, it's not fair that, you know, we... Yeah. And I think part of it too, and I think that's why I've, I've tried to really try to push the city. I mean, I've talked, I, 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 some people, a lot of people know, I, I've really pushed, I've gone to the council of Bob Blumenfield who has a lot of power to try to help things like, Hey, let's put more lights about Boa Park. There's no lights around by Boa Park on, on mm -hmm. the, on the bike path. And that's where people have been assaulted is on, on Woodley and Burbank. And that's where most of things happen. We have a lot of unhoused people living in the basin. There's no lights there. That's a safety issue. Um, you know, opening tracks for the communities. It's all about money, not about safety. And I'm like, you guys could easily make this a safe place for people to train, but it, it's hard. And I think part of it is it's not impossible. I think for us, the more we are verbal about things and, and ask for change right now, we're going to have a lot of things changing around about Borough Park because the 2028 Olympics are coming here and we're hosting a vast majority of events. You know, why can't we make A, B, and C things for the community that's also going to, you know, we're, we're going to cater to international athletes, but we need to cater to our own residents. So why can't we do that? Um, and again, that won't happen until residents say and speak up. So I don't mind being a leader and being the first one, you know, to go out there and start yelling things like that <laughs> and advocate for our, our women and our runners. So and I have been, and I'm probably not going to stop. And that's one of my goals this year is to really push to have open tracks for our community, whether it's just an hour or two a week, you know, why can't, why can't we do that? And that's the next goal is, is offering resources to our, our residents. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, your community is very lucky to have you. I think. <laughs> um, you, I know you, we only have about five more minutes, but I wanted to talk about how you just freaking ran from Los Angeles to Vegas, like yesterday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, I was, my husband uh, just told me, you're going to do an interview. You Are you okay? Like, are you tired? Yes. So we ran from Santa Monica Pier to Las Vegas, a group of eight runners right here from the Valley. Um, and we ran it on foot 340 miles nonstop. And, uh, we did it in 41 hours, sorry for, yeah, 41 hours, no 40. Yeah. 41 hours, 15 minutes. Um, we are sleep deprived. We're tired. We just arrived this morning. Um, but it was a really cool experience seeing international teams. And I think it was really cool to provide an opportunity for, you know, runners who have never seen Death Valley, Mojave Desert and run, you know, these historical routes and and make them feel like, hey, you can do anything you want. You just need a supportive group of people um, and a good attitude and just get out there and rock out and log some miles. in. so it was really fun. Um, I definitely uh, definitely a core memory was created and an, an unforgettable experience and really grateful for the Speed Project community for putting that on and, and providing that e experience to a lot of people. 
Yeah, I was like, I was like stalking you on Instagram. I'm like, girl, you're making me so tired just watching you. Like, I don't know how you're doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well, I think that's about as much time as we have today. I could sit here and talk to you forever about all this stuff. But thank you so much for being here. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much. And I hope that if anyone wants to run, you know, just look us up, Temple Tuning Run Club. We run actually around Pierce College a few times a month. And uh, we're welcome. We're, we're friendly people. Welcome anybody from all paces, all walks of life. Yeah. Great. Uh, it was such a pleasure having you in the studio. Thank you. Um, you can learn more about Jessica and the Tempo Training Run Club at kpcradio.com. Uh, next time, we'll talk to Addie Gonzalez of 1111 Creative about community art. Um, I'm Lindsay Whitaker. Thank you so much for being here with us today.